Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday, July 10th. Hope everybody had a great weekend. I know a lot of you out there are enjoying the Golf Professionals Weekend, also known as Monday Fun Day. Hopefully you've got the day off or hopefully you've got a big event bringing in tons of revenue and making it a great day for you. I think today's podcast and anchor cast is going to go old school today. I know that I've been talking a lot about social media strategies and all of that, and I probably will provide a little bit of an update on the Facebook ad campaign I'm doing to drive people towards the podcast and promote that. But I wanted to do a couple of things as well that were just good old-fashioned good business practices for membership retention and event promotion. Those are two things that um, are very important, and I've got a couple of strategies that have worked in the past that I want to share with you guys that really involve no technology, I guess a little bit of technology, but there's something that everybody can do without having to start a social media account or any of that stuff. So I will be sharing those with you today, taking it old school. So talking about membership retention and a strategy that I have used in the past that has been extremely successful, probably one of the most successful things that I have been a part of at any facility, and that was an initiative that we did to try and increase our membership retention, and we did kind of two things that, as I mentioned before, were kind of old school tactics, and one of which was that the membership team divided up list of the five to six hundred members we had and every member received a handwritten thank you note for being a member we did this our slow season is winter time so we did this i think that they had to be out by september or october somewhere around there and that was definitely something that people said we they really appreciated that handwritten note it was a nice sentiment and we basically just said you know hey thanks for being a member if we had a personal relationship with those people we could of course include a personal note as well but just the act of sending and the act of them receiving um, definitely, I think, did a lot for people just feeling valued as members. Definitely saved some memberships there. And something that we did on the golf side, and this was just kind of an idea that came up. I was trying to figure out a way that we could do a membership retention initiative, but what it ended up being was basically I had this feeling like, well, if we don't know somebody as a professional staff, then there's a good chance that they don't have a relationship or feel like they have a relationship with us. So how can we try and create a relationship or start the process of creating a relationship with members so that they feel more attached to the club and less likely to cancel their membership going into the slower season when they're not going to be playing any golf. So what we did was I basically printed up a list of all the members that we had and I had both of my two assistants. We went down that list and I basically took that list and we uh, created a couple, few, a column for everybody after their name, put it into a spreadsheet. And if we knew, if we saw the member's name and we knew who that person was, could see their face and immediately knew who that person was, we would put a check mark next to that name. So we went down the entire list of members, about five or 600 of them and Basically, if we all three checkmarked that person, we removed them from the list. So we were left with a list that had at least one of myself or my two assistants did not 
know that person and maybe knew them, but they couldn't quite picture who they were. So we left them unchecked, if you will. And then that was our list basically to operate off of. And what we did over, I believe we started it pretty late. It was like October and we really start to slow down uh, in November. So we only really did it for about six or eight weeks. But what we were able to do is every day we would go in and check the T-sheet. So each of one, each one of us are responsible kind of looking at the T-sheet and kind of doing that similar exercise of, gosh, I don't recognize that name. Are they on my list? Yes, they are. Um, and then whoever was running the T-sheet would also kind of look and get an idea and let whoever knew and know when they came in said, hey, at 9 o'clock, Mr. Jones is playing and he's on your list of people that you don't know. And we actually had a little code word for it. We always like to play golden tea on our Monday fun day day off. And uh, so we would say, you know, hey, Jay, golf shop golden tea was like our code word for it. And that just meant that come to the golf shop, somebody that's on your list that you don't know or need to see is here. And then we would just try and have some sort of interaction with them. If we kind of knew who they were, then we would just say, hey, Mr. Jones, good to see you again, because we knew that's who was going to be the person, and we could kind of picture and we kind of couldn't. So we would just kind of say hello, and then we would remember, okay, that's who that is, and we would check them off our list. And in some cases, we, you know, sometimes you have new members, and you have to kind of look at the list and see who's coming in. And I'd ask my assistants, be like, should I know who this person is? And they would say, no, no, they play late on Tuesday, and you're usually not here when they play, so you don't know who they are. They are a new member. And then that way I could say, hey, I know you're a new member. We haven't had a chance to meet. So lots of kind of internal conversation, but we did that, and we probably knocked out about half of the people in about six to eight weeks. I actually went back and looked. We missed one person that showed up that was on the list of people that we didn't know that had come out and somehow stuck, snuck by us. But overall, we did a really good job. And as a result, our membership retention was the best we had ever had in recorded history. We were very high in, high out. Um, lots of members, over 100 new members a year and over 100 members always resigning. And that year, we had uh, less than 80 resign. So. Let's see, I'll have to do the math here on, on how much that is. But just doing the quick math, about $500 a month, 20 members saved at least, a minimum of $100,000 in revenue um, towards the next year. Starting the year off with $100,000 in revenue is a big deal. So that was important and it worked. And part of the reason why it worked is because we made it fun. Um, we had a little bet going where the um, winner got bought beer by the uh, second and third place. Second place only had to buy one. Third place had to buy them two. So that was kind of our little thing. And then I also had a little incentive for them that I would take my two assistants out for dinner and drinks if we reached a certain number. And um, we didn't quite hit that number, but we still, of course, went out and celebrated uh, the effort because we did it in a short amount of time. And, and, and like I said, we only missed one person. So I felt really good about that result. And it was, a, it was a really big deal. And we know that it was not an anomaly because the following year we really just, for a number of different reasons, the focus was not on efforts like that. And the, we went from losing 80 members to losing like 100 and more, more than we had lost like in the last few years. So we know that it just wasn't like a, a, a trend in that direction. We know that it was at least in part directly related to those efforts. So that is something old school that anybody can do. It would help to have a computerized T-sheet, but you really don't even need that. You really just need a list of members. Oh, and if you're listening to this thing, well, we're not a private club, then 
you can just do the same thing with your most active customers. You can print out a handicap list who played the most rounds or posted the most rounds. Take those top 500 people that played the most rounds at your facility and uh, use that as your quote unquote member roster. So I hope that helps. That is probably one of the most important things that I could tell anybody to do. It's probably the biggest result financially and impact that I've had at a facility. So I wanted to pass that all on to you guys so that you can utilize it, especially as we're kind of coming up on the membership retention time of year and everybody's going to be getting asked by their general managers and their owners, what are we doing for membership retention this year? And this is a fun way to do it and a fun way to interact with your staff and make a game out of it. So hope you all enjoy that. Thanks for a little bit longer uh, listening for a little bit longer segment there, but that's an important one. So thanks. And we'll be back with more old school tips in just a minute. So this next old school tip on how to promote an event uh, for your club is a really fun one. We had a lot of fun with this. Uh, probably one of the most fun things that I've done is to take a key event. For us, it was our member guest, which when I took over as the head golf professional, we had to take a year off due to poor participation and then kind of relaunch it and rebrand it the following year and within a couple of years we were actually sold out with a waiting list of 48 teams playing and more on the waiting list so I think that this promotion definitely had a lot to do with it and it was a lot of fun to do as well and that was to park a golf cart in the golf shop with a sign on it that had the member guest dates and when the sign-up started so obviously a big conversation starter having a golf cart parked in the golf shop is definitely a shocking thing for people to see. I think people have a tendency to just walk past signage these days because they kind of get blind to advertisements and things like that that we post throughout the golf shop. So this is obviously a way to get people to stop and take notice. Definitely helped with the promotion of it. Again, a conversation starter. And then also, if anybody ever complained that you didn't tell me when the member guest was or how was I supposed to know signups that already happened, you can say, remember when we had that golf cart parked in the golf shop for two months? And they say, oh, yeah, that's right. And they don't really have an excuse for not knowing. So <laughs> that's another good benefit of it as well. Uh, so hopefully that helps you in promoting whatever big event you're promoting. I definitely recommend just doing it for one event. Then we brought it back again the next year. People saw the golf cart and said, oh, it must be time to sign up for member guests. So it's a good reminder for them and kind of a little tradition. It's also pretty fun to try and figure out how to get a golf cart into your golf shop. If you can find, we actually had to drive ours from one end of the clubhouse to the other because that's where the only double doors were that you didn't have to go upstairs. So that was pretty fun too. So hopefully that's some fun and is a good opportunity for you guys to promote your next event. So thank you guys for tuning in today to the old school golf tips. Um, we'll be back with more tips tomorrow on the digital media side of things. But I really do hope, I know that very few people are really good, have a, feel comfortable with all the different options and everything out there and feel like there's just so much already going on that you just can't take on another thing. And I get that 100%. And that's why I switched 
not switched, but that's why I started take, going through the effort of making this a podcast because I know how this may fit better into golf professionals' lives than watching video. Um, I still want to continue doing the video. I still think that that is fun. And um, as I start um, helping some other facilities and, and, and places do some promotion, I think that there may be some interesting video content there. But the number one thing is just to help in any way that I can to share what I'm doing to promote the show, what I'm learning, and at the same time trying to provide tips like today with the old school tips and trying to help just give some general knowledge to maybe some less experienced professionals out there as well or just get some value for people that have kind of drawn a line in the sand and said they're not doing social media they're not doing digital media they're gonna they've only got a few years left until they're retired so they're not really gonna worry about getting invested in it and that's fine too and I want to be able to provide um, make this show entertaining and valuable to everybody um, so that's kind of a little bit of what inspired the old school I also just want to show people that I am a golf professional I have been in the business I have had success doing that so it's important to know for to share to you guys where I'm coming from with that and to share a little bit of that background as well because I do know how hard it is to function in the day-to-day -day operation of a facility and what challenges there are so I'm super sensitive to that and appreciate the effort um, by all of you and what you're doing and if I can do anything to make that easier by providing these tips then I'll continue to do that and if you guys have questions you can always download the anchor app and do a call in to the show uh, it's a pretty fun way I can actually feature the question on the show so that's awesome if you want to follow me in one place probably the easiest one would be to follow me on Instagram which is PGAJAY you can find me there and um, also, you can find me on Twitter. I'm starting to use more now, so you can do Frosty PGA, F R O S T Y PGA. I will probably change that to something um, PGAJ wasn't available, so I'll probably change it to something closer than that. But I'll let you know when I do that. But for now, that's where you can find me. Would love to hear from you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for all you do, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Take care. Oh, thank you.